Hey, my name's Blake. We're so happy you guys are here. All of us, we're so thankful you're here. Tonight is actually our last night going through our Miracles series. We've been going through all the miracles of Jesus, and we've been going through all the amazing things he's done and what that has taught us about him. Uh, Before I get into that, I want to pray for us and tell you a story about me. Heavenly Father, thank you for this night that you have. Bless us with, Lord, a time that we can just be in your presence, a time, Lord, where we can seek you, hear your word. God, I pray that you would quiet all of the distractions for the next 15 minutes. Would you quiet the distractions? Would you allow us to hear your word with an open heart um, so that we can know you more, so that we can love you more? It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So something about me that even my wife doesn't know, I don't think. Yeah, top secret. So my whole life, I've actually been petrified of trust falls. You guys know what I'm talking about? People used to walk around in school, just fall down. (laughs) Never. Why would I trust some of these people, right? Never wanted to trust people with a trust fall. Um, For whatever reason, I just never did. However, about seven months ago, eight months ago, um, well, actually, it was longer than that. My wife and I, at our wedding, okay, I had all my groomsmen, and I had 10 other guys that were my groomsmen, big, strong guys who I've known forever. Uh, well, what we did, it wasn't exactly a trust fall. It was, actually, it, was, it was worse than that. So they all picked me up. Oh, he already put up the picture. So they all picked me up in a circle, 10 guys, and they threw me up in the air as high as they could, about up to the curtain right there. Never in my life, though, could I do a simple trust fall, yet, for these guys, I let them throw me up in the air. And you can see my face there. I don't really look too worried, right? Um, There's a reason, though, that I could trust them. There's a reason that me, who's never been about trust falls, I let them do that. And there's two main reasons for that. The first is that I knew every one of those guys loved me, and cared about me deeply. They cared about me deeply, and I knew that. The other reason was because I knew they had the ability to catch me. My mom loves me. I ain't letting her do a trust fall with me. You know what I mean? She would never let that. A stranger, right? I wouldn't do a trust fall with you off the stage. I just, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. So trusting others can be difficult. It's not something that comes naturally for us. Uh, Maybe you Maybe y'all can relate. Trusting people can be hard. Maybe some of us, hey, we don't, hey, I don't even, we don't even trust ourselves, right? That can be difficult. Um, maybe you're here. Maybe you, you don't want to try out for any teams at your schools because, hey, you don't trust that. Maybe you'll make the team. Or maybe you don't want to make new friends because, hey, you've been hurt by friends before. I know that's happened to me. Uh, sometimes we, we trust our own selves maybe instead of what we know God wants us to do in life. Um, anything. Some of us, it's insecurity, right? It's insecurity. Um, some of us here, maybe you don't want to get involved in church because maybe you've had bad experiences at church. I know a lot of people who've, who've had that happen to them. Maybe you're here and you're, you're hesitant to trust Jesus with your life. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The last five weeks, we've been going over the miracles of Jesus, like I was saying. And tonight, I'm so excited because we get to talk about arguably the greatest miracle he ever did. 
the greatest miracle he ever did. We've seen him calm the storm. We've seen him feed thousands of people. We've seen him heal the sick. We've seen him uh, cast out demons, things that are just absolutely incredible. Tonight, we're going to see how he raised the dead. So I'm going to give you a little background. We're going to look at the story of Lazarus. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to John chapter 11. So you can turn to John chapter 11. Uh, just a little background here. Um, Lazarus is one of Jesus' good friends, and Lazarus is sick. He's badly sick, and Jesus has healed people, right? So all of the, the family of Lazarus, they know that he can heal him. People know that Jesus can heal him. All right, so I'm going to start us out in John chapter 11, verse 5 through 6. If you all have your Bibles, go there. John 11, 5 through 6. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. First thing I want you to, to see right there is Jesus loved Lazarus. You see that? Jesus loved Lazarus. All right, he stayed two days longer. We see that. That's hard to understand right now. Why did Jesus stay two days longer? Have you ever thought about that? We're going to see what happens when we go forward here. We're going to skip to verse 14. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So that you may believe. I want you to think about that tonight, because that's what we're going to talk about a lot tonight. So that you may believe. Why did Jesus do all these miracles? Why did he, why did he do these things that were impossible for other people? Was it so we could just say, hey, this guy's really cool. This guy's amazing. And what we're going to see here is it's actually more than that. It's actually more than that. So Jesus, what's happening here? They're going to Lazarus. He's dead, but they're going to go to Lazarus. So in verse 21, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Mary said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is coming into the world. What does it mean to believe in something? You ever thought about that? The Bible talks, we see it in the Bible everywhere, believe in me, believe in me. And I feel like for a lot of us, I know I've done it myself, is we just, we skim through that. I want you to look to the person to your right and to your left. Don't be shy. Do you believe that they are sitting next to you? Yeah, right? You can touch them, you can see them. You clearly believe that they're sitting right next to you, right? All right, hey, right here. I want you to look at me real quick. Do you believe that I'm standing right here? Obviously, you'd be a fool if you didn't, right? You'd be, a, you'd be a fool if you didn't believe that. When we read in the Bible about believing in Jesus, I want us to know something. Hear this really quick. Believing in Jesus does not mean just knowing that he's real, but it means trusting in him with your life. Pay attention. Pay attention. I want you to hear that. Believing in Jesus does not mean knowing he is real, but trusting in him with your life. 
You know, last week we talked about the reality of, hey, we have an enemy, right? We talked about, hey, Jesus cast out demons. These, these demons, Satan, he hates us. We have a real enemy, right? So we talked about that last week a little bit. Um, I want to read to you a verse from James 2.19. It kind of talks about what we're, where we're getting at with what it means to believe in Jesus. It says this, you believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. It goes to show us that, hey, we talk about having faith all the time in church. We talk about it. Every, every time you're here, you've probably heard somebody say, have faith in Jesus, have faith in Jesus. And we should. But I want you to know that it's more than just acknowledging that he, he's real. It's more than that. We're going to pick up in verse 32, John eleven thirty-two. 32. Jesus is on his way now to Lazarus. Now, when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind have also kept this man from dying? I want you to see that Jesus wept. Why did Jesus weep? Why did Jesus weep? He knew what he was about to do. He knew what he wanted to do, and he knew how he was going to use this situation, yet Jesus wept. The truth is this, y'all. Life can be difficult. You're sitting here. A lot of us are sitting in here, and we, maybe you're sitting there, and you're covering up a lot that's going on in your own life. Life can be hard. All right, I've been in times in my life where life, is, life has been difficult. Maybe you've already learned that, that life can be really difficult. And although God is in control, things still hurt. But I want you to see that, that Jesus wept. He wept because he loved him. In verse 38, then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. So four days Lazarus has been dead. I want you to think of the worst smell you've ever smelled. Do you think of the worst smell you ever smelled? For me, I sm- Three, when was the high school retreat? Three weeks ago? Raise your hand if you went to high school retreat. So some of you might be the culprit of this. So in the high school, high school retreat, Triple R Ranch, everybody, anybody been to Triple R Ranch? The big main room, and there's a, there's a bathroom. There's a boys' bathroom and a girls' bathroom. Oh, my gosh. It was like lunchtime. We hadn't even been there that long. Innocent me, trying to go to the bathroom. I get slapped in the face by that smell. If you didn't go to high school retreat, don't worry about it. It was a lot of fun, aside from that. But think about this. Hear this. Lazarus has been dead for four days. This is a real story. This isn't like some some fairy tale. This really happened. This man was dead for four days. Let's see what Jesus did in verse 40. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone 
And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, unbind him and let him go. You know, I saw somebody mention something about this story. Why did Jesus, why did Jesus call Lazarus out by name? And when I heard this man say this, I was, I was amazed. Because we, we underestimate the power of Jesus' words. They said the reason that Jesus called Lazarus by name was because if he did not, the whole cemetery would have rose from the dead. Think about that. The whole cemetery would have rose from the dead. You know, I would never do a trust fall. Never wanted any part of it. Not until... I knew that I was in the hands of people who loved me and people who had the ability to catch me. I trusted in them because of those two things. The fact that Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead after four days, it's proof that, hey, there's nothing impossible for Christ. There's nothing impossible for God. We know that not long after this, Jesus is about to die, be crucified, and raise himself from the dead, right? And I want you guys to hear something. Pay attention. I want you to hear something. You can trust Jesus with your life. You can trust Jesus with your life for two reasons. One, hey, there's nothing that is above him. There's nothing that is impossible for him. And also, he loves you deeply. Maybe you've never thought about that. Hey, Jesus actually thinks about you. He knows your name, and he loves you deeply. The scary thing about trust falls is that it requires us to let go of control. That's why I never liked that. I didn't want to be out of control. And so many times in my life, I did things my own way. I did things my own way. I didn't want to give things over to God, even things that I knew weren't right. And every one of you in this room, I want to tell you that, hey, there is someone who loves you so much. No matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, There is somebody who created this universe, somebody who there's nothing that is impossible for, somebody who loves you deeply. So maybe you're in here and maybe you you know what it's like to have anxiety. Maybe that's been something you've been struggling with. You've been fighting anxiety. Or maybe you're here, you have insecurity. Maybe you're here, you have fear of losing something. I know I can relate with that one especially, fear of losing something that's precious to you. Maybe you're here and, and hey, you just, let's be real, maybe you just trust yourself. Maybe you trust your own way as opposed to God's way. I've been there. And the thing that I've learned about the Lord, that in all these things, anxiety, insecurity, where there's anxiety, Jesus wants to give us peace. Where there's loneliness, Jesus wants to give you relationship with him that's never ending. Think about that. Never ending. Fulfillment instead of emptiness. The thing that's hard about trusting in Jesus, though, is this. It requires you to let go of control. 
That's the hardest thing in your life. In my life, that's the hardest thing for me to do. Trusting in Jesus, though, requires us to let go of control. Before we close, I want to, you know, if you're here tonight and let's say you've made that first step in trusting in Jesus, but there's certain areas of your life where you're like, I want to do this, this part my way. Or maybe, hey, I want to do this thing my own way. I can trust the Lord a little bit, but I want to do this, this thing my way. I want to encourage you guys to let go because he loves you. There's nothing that's impossible for him. Let go. And if you're here tonight and let's say you've never made that initial, initial first step to trust in Jesus with your life, Maybe you're here and this is the first time you've ever heard that, hey, believing in Jesus actually means trusting in him. I wanna encourage you guys, don't leave. Don't leave tonight before you, before you do that. There's leaders all over this place who would love to walk you through what it means to follow after Christ. And it's the best. Something I wanna leave us with. Trusting in Jesus is hard. It's difficult, not easy. But I can promise you this, there is never, and I I don't know a single person in my life, nor have I ever heard of anybody in my life who ever regretted trusting in Jesus with their life. I've never met anybody who has ever regretted that decision. If there's a certain area that you're holding on to, I can tell you firsthand that I've had things in my life where I've just gripped I love you, Jesus, but I just want this. I think this is better for me, Jesus, than what you have for me. I'm telling you, it's not. It's not. Take a step of faith. I'm gonna pray for us. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you so much and we thank you so much, Jesus, that you died on the cross to save us from our sins. We didn't deserve that. We did nothing to deserve that, Lord. Father, I pray that if there's anyone in here in this room who doesn't know you, Lord, would they not leave tonight without talking to somebody? And Lord, for those of us in this room who who do know you, God, I pray that you would help us, Lord, to surrender to you, to let go. And we know that we can do that, God, because we, we know that you love us. And Lord, you did these miracles to show us that we can trust in you because you can catch us. Lord, we love you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.